Are you ready to be motivated? motivated? Are you ready to receive some advice on how to live life at the next level? Next level. Well, you are in the right place. For the next few moments, Dr. Sims, America's number one personal development expert, will give tips on how to live a motivated life. He will be interviewing successful people who have tipped the scale of life in their favor. Get your notebooks, get your pens, open your ears, and listen to America's number one personal development expert, Dr. Walter Sims. What's up, Jeremiah? Happy Fantastic Friday. Happy Fabulous Friday. Happy, happy, happy. Just thank God it's Friday. I was telling uh, Dr. Maria in the green room that these days are going by so fast. Listen, I'm not going to spend a lot of time in introductory uh, banter. Uh, I'm going to come back with my comments after the interview. She's so busy, but she's carved out a few moments with us. She would have been here sooner. Uh, if my clock wasn't, if my clock broke one Friday about three weeks ago, and uh, <laughs> we kind of slept in a little bit. Hey, Philip, what's up, man? But anyway, without any further ado, uh, I'm introducing to you Dr. Maria Dominguez. Good morning, Doc. How you doing, young lady? Good morning. Happy to be here. I am doing well. Well, it is so good to see you. I am loving social media because it's connecting me with some amazing, amazing people like yourself. And thank you for accepting the invitation. My pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Well, amen. Well, listen, introduce yourself to everybody because I told them, I lathered them up uh, yesterday and I told him a therapist and a life coach was going to be with us, all rolled up into one beautiful package. So introduce yourself to everybody, Doc. All right. Everyone, I am Dr. Maria Mercedes Dominguez. Most people cannot pronounce it that way, so I just go by Dr. D, <laughs> the MFT. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. That's what the MFT stands for. And for the past couple of years, I've also been doing coaching work as well. Uh, in my clinical work, I specialize in um, working through anxieties, depression, um, and then on the coaching side, I focus more on personal development and helping people really catapult into their highest self. And today we're talking about the inner critic, and the inner critic a lot of the time is that barrier that doesn't right. allow us to step into those higher versions of ourselves. So, so I'm happy to have this discussion today. Well, that that is amazing. So, So how do you... Uh, as a professional, as a therapist and a life coach, how do you not mix the two? Because a lot of people are confused and help us understand yes. the difference. And I've shared uh, in my with my followers the difference between therapy and life coaching. Okay, A, how do you keep from intertwining the two and, and, and how do you balance it with your clients? Yeah, so the rule of thumb for myself is on the therapy side, I'm helping take people get to a baseline of health for themselves. That's good. That's okay. what I focus more on on the therapy side. Okay. On the coaching side, I'm working with people who have who have established a baseline of health. They're just health, excuse me. They're just trying to step into a higher version of themselves. They're That's doing good. their purpose work. They're figuring out their 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 life's calling and making sure that every day they're showing up as their best self. So it's more about just that personal development. Like I'm good. Things are okay, things are stable, but I know there's more to this thing called life and I need accountability oh, to kind of set myself into that. And that's what I focus more on on my coaching side. That that is that is amazing. So so 
How did you find this lane? How did you kind of carve out your niche and where did you want to focus on? What kind of led you to where you are right now? More experiences. Um, business tips 101 is like figure out your ideal client. Like, That's right. Like figure out your niche. Figure out who <laughs> right. you want to work with. And at the beginning, it was hard for me to make that decision. Like I, I'm not sure. I don't know yet. I'm this type of person that learns through experience. So it wasn't until I went in the field, That's awesome. started working with people that I figured out, okay, what resonates with me? What do I enjoy? That's What's good. not so much my, you know, favorite cup of tea? And right. then I moved from there. So I let my experiences guide me. That is good. That is good. So let, let's, let's launch into the conversation because the phrase, and I don't know where it came from, it simply says we are our own worst critic. And, and a lot of times we get all caught up in the fray and get caught up in the entanglement of what we're doing. And we just get we get just lost in the in the weeds, if you will. So why do we listen to that small voice? OK, so in my work, I've noticed that the worst, the inner critic is often an internalized echo of voices of other people in our life. Wow. So say, yeah. say that again. That is good. The inner critic, more often than not, is an internalized echo of other voices in our life. So wow. we might have been criticized a lot as children. We may have been bullied in school. We may have had teachers that didn't necessarily believe in us. And that's just at the social level, right? We wow. take it to a societal level um, as a Black woman, as a Latina, as just a woman, period. Then we have societal messages that tell us, you're supposed to stay in this box. Wow. You're supposed to stay in this corner. You are supposed to look this way, or this is acceptable, or this isn't acceptable. So we get a lot of messages from society as well that criticize us. And what the wow. inner critic does is it internalizes all of that because its true function at the core is for us to be accepted or for us to be successful. Right. But the way it goes about it is just keeping a tally of all of the things you're not supposed to do. You can't show up this way. You can't speak that wow. way. You can't look that way. And it's just all of these do's and do not wow. rules. And it it's tough love gone wrong. What? And I'm going to give you credit the first time I quote that. I'm going to give you credit for it, okay? Okay. Tough love okay. gone wrong. Wow. So, so let me ask you this. Let, let's give a little transparent because growing up and, and growing up in, in our households, a lot of times that's what our parents will say. Oh, this is tough love. You know, so how 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 was it when you were growing up? Did you get a lot of support or did you get a lot of nurturing in another direction? I grew up in a very strict household. I'm gonna put it like that. Okay. <laughs> so, so criticism was part of the environment that I grew up in. It was very, very, very strict. Um, so That's I good. know that my parents' part was for me to be successful. Yes, ma'am. For me to overcome. Um, and at the same time, I, as a child, because our cognitive development when we're young, it's not that complex. So as a child, the way that I made sense of it is I need to perform or I need to excel to be loved. Oh, wow. So my worthiness or my love had to do with did I do everything right? 
did I did I show up the way that I was expected to show up? Okay. Right. So that was kind of the I got you. The I got misassociation you. in my mind. If okay. I do all the things right, then I am worthy. And I know a lot of people that struggle with perfectionism yeah. kind of have that thing too. Like we need to perform our behaviors right. or our accolades is what determines how worthy we are. Oh wow. Um so the other side of it, you said one of my one of my favorite words is nurturing. And that's what the, the N in nice stands for yep. is that nurturing self-talk. That's good. That's good. Because we need to make sure that we're in, in environments that nurture us, that nourish us, that build us up, that give us a sense of self-worth, give us a sense of life, give us something to move towards, right. to grow off of, not just you can't do this and you can't do that and you need to do it this way. And, oh, that wasn't good enough. And oh, you got to fix that. Right. Like, all of that is depleting That's we good. also need to make sure that in our spaces we're being nourished we're being nurtured so that we can grow so that we can That's evolve good. into greater versions of ourselves that so so okay okay we're gonna get to nice we we, we setting it up you see what i'm doing i'm putting it at the net right so so let me ask you this let me let me ask you this so so why isn't the inner critic positive because it's so like you said the the inner critic is the president of the negativity crowd you know what i'm saying what we can't do so why isn't the inner critic and i guess you and i wouldn't have a job if it were why isn't the inner critic more positive because that's that's its identity and what we okay. figure out the alternative we need to figure out okay how do we switch it oh and okay i like okay. to focus more on making sure moving forward that we assign and we evolve the inner critic to be constructive. So any criticism we do allow to reside in our mind, in our hearts, in our spirits, is criticism that is constructive. I like because that. Because we're here to build. You know, we're here to move forward. That's we're good. here to make things better. So any criticism that we process is going to be criticism that's constructive. That is so good. And so, so, so jump into nice. Where did nice come from? And, and kind of break down the acronym for us. And you, we already hit the end, but re, reintroduce uh, a NICE to us. So where did, where, did, um, where did NICE come from? Yeah. So NICE came from a personal journey that I started with myself. Because I, and of course, the work I do, I'm the type of person that after I have conversations with people, they're right. like, oh, I feel so much better. Thank you. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Right. And one day someone told me, oh, my gosh, you're so nice. Boom. And I was like, <laughs> am I so, am I really? And I noticed what was happening was a lack of um, congruence because I am this way with everyone else. Wow. wow. I'm so caring. I'm so empathic. I'm so nurturing. I'm so making space and room for others and practicing compassion and right. all of those things. But when it came to me, I know, right. I did not extend myself that same grace. That's good. So that's what helped me realize, okay, there's something else at play here because all of the evidence in the world, all the evidence in my relationship, this is good. all the evidence in my work suggests that I am a nice person. I am a compassionate person. I am a caring person. So there's something off here because I'm not that's being good. that way with myself. Isn't that and that's amazing? That's when I focus more on that inner critic. I'm like, that's what that is. And it's not wow. that I really think those things because wow. I would never say the things that I sometimes say to myself to anybody else. That's not me speaking. Wow. So who and what is that? And that's when I identify the inner critic and I'm like, it's time for me to receive 
the same thing that I pour out all day. Wow. And that's where the nice acronym started. And see, this is why, Coach Dr. Maria, this is why everybody cannot be a therapist and everybody cannot be a life coach. And I say that life coaching is an art and not a science because we start with us. Because you cannot coach what you have not been. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I admire you and I honor you this Black Women's History Month, April the, the 9th. I honor you so much because you do the work. You believe in what you do. You see what I'm saying? Because if we don't believe it, we're not going to be able to, to coach it properly. So so expound on NICE for us, N-I-C-E. Yeah. What, does, what does that acronym yeah. stand for? So the N stands for Nurturing Self-Talk. A lot of the things a lot of us say when we're to ourselves, when we're dealing with the inner critic is, oh my gosh, that wasn't good enough. And sometimes we succeed or we accomplish something. It's like, oh, that could have been better. Or I should have did this instead. It's a shoulda, coulda, woulda. Wow. All of that stuff is just criticism and it's debilitating. So I made that commitment to myself. That's good. I'm going to practice nurturing self-talk. So whatever thoughts I'm having in my mind, I'm ensuring that they're going to be nurturing to me. That is good. So... The nurturing self-talk, I started the journey with 100 days of nice. And so the nurturing self-talk this every is day, good. I wrote down in my little workbook, what what is it that I'm going to focus my mind and attention on today? So I would have an affirmation of the day, or I would have a strict scripture of the day, or I would have a word of the day. But every day I committed to playing out in my mind something nurturing. Because if That's we good. don't intentionally put our attention on something else, the habitual thought patterns are going to take over. Right. And if the inner critic has played a role in your life, it's going to be the inner critic that takes over. So we need to intentionally redirect wow. our attention to something nurturing. And so that's what the N stands this for. Is good. Making that commitment and to, okay, I'm going to have myself talk be nurturing, and this is what it's going to be for today. Because in the beginning, we need to do that while our our neuroplasticity is happening and we're creating new you know thought patterns right. um we need to be more intentional and structured in the beginning Ooh, nurturing i like that talking yeah. talking nice to yourself self you you know you did that you did that okay i got the end so yeah. what's the i the i is integrity practice so we talked i insinuated the integrity a little bit earlier um when i was talking about hold on that's good i'm like this with that's everybody good. else but i'm not like this right here so there was Why? a lack of integrity between my Why? external self and my internal self so that that's so, taking hypocrisy to another level isn't it <laughs> girl you better preach up in here are you a preacher too you better preach up in <laughs> see that Oh, I got to deal with that. See, that's taking hypocrisy to an entirely different level because you're one way with everybody else. And then when it comes to, to Maria and Walter, this is why I love my talk show. I love talking to people. When, so, so when did that light bulb come on for you? Again, kind of go over that again when you realize, yeah. wait a minute. So it started feeling a little bit like like uh, low key jealousy. So it was like, okay, man, I wish I wish I had that. I wish I felt that way. Thank you, dog. Up the phone with somebody. That's when, good. You know, so it, it 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 so it wasn't jealousy like I want to be this person, but it's like I want that too. And in my work, um, and we'll talk about emotional intelligence later. But okay. I view every emotion as 
we can figure out how to make it serve us. So even the ugly emotions, even the undesirable emotions, it's trying to serve us in some way. It's our job to interpret the message. I get it. So amen. I like, amen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, where? what is this about? What wow. is this kind of, kind of like, I wish I had that. I wish I felt that. Where is that coming from? And I'm just like, wow. you are you. But you are you. Right. So, there's no reason why you can't have you too. You are not reserved to everybody around you. You can allow yourself to experience your own kindness, your own compassion, mm. your own empowering words, your own motivation. Because I'll sit there and motivate somebody all day and tell them you could do any and everything. Why can't I do the same thing for myself? I absolutely can. That's who I am. That's and good. so it's time for me to have that integrity within myself and start <laughs> separating myself That's from good. this inner critic and this inner critic it was never really me to begin with it was just me internalizing all of the negative messages i've received over a lifetime and those are never mine to begin with so we allow those to leave and then we practice integrity of self who am i period and i'm going to allow myself to experience that and to make it more practical i would um tie my integrity practice so that's kind of like my behaviors to whatever my nurturing self-talk of the day was so if my nurture self-talk of the day good. was That's I can good. do hard things, my integrity practice was giving myself the opportunity to do something hard. That's good. So that That's I can good. experience integrity. That's like good. That. Whoo, girl, girl, you crunching some toes this morning. That then you crunching some toes this morning. This is good. Okay, what's the C? The C stands for multiple things, but today we're gonna focus on compassion. That's good. So having compassion itself, that's a really key part in turning that inner critic around. Because the inner critic is not very compassionate. The inner critic, it only has one real language, which is right. you should have, you could have, don't, that's wasn't right. good enough. Yeah. It, it, it speaks criticism, period. Right. So it's important for us to practice yeah. self-compassion. And that's where that C comes in. So when there was something that maybe I, I was like, you know what, I didn't I didn't do that to the best of my ability. All right. Okay. Let's practice some compassion here. What were some of the roadblocks? What was it that made that particularly challenging? Like paying attention to the big picture and not just personalizing everything, saying it's because you're flawed or it's because you wow. failed or it's because wow. of that. Like, no, let's have compassion and let's see the big picture because that allows us to figure out how to do it differently and more efficiently next time. That is so good. That All right, last but not least, the E. What does the E stand for? The E stands for emotional intelligence. And that's when we do what we make sure we know what we felt in any particular day. Like, was I feeling kind that's of good. angry today? That's if good. so, where was that coming from? And what was that anger trying to communicate to me? A lot of times anger is communicating we let some boundaries get crossed. Right. And that means that we need to practice some assertive communication maybe to to enforce those boundaries, Ooh. to let the person know <laughs> we, can't, we can't keep on crossing this line. This is good. You know, because this, this isn't doing good for me. Or if I felt joy that day, process the joy too. What triggered the joy? What right. allowed me to stay in this joyful state so that I could replicate that on purpose moving forward? So practice your emotional intelligence, knowing what you're feeling and knowing what allows those feelings to come and reside so that you could move forward with more intention. So so why? Okay. 
you and I, we've been in this coaching thing for a minute. So so why why isn't the United States of America beating down our door? Because we got the answer. You and I in a room for 24 hours, we could solve most of the world's problems. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, bring me some Starbucks. Me and Doc, give me give me some Starbucks. Bring her an espresso. We got work to do. But why why isn't everybody beating our door down, Doc? Well, there, there's, we focus on health and we focus on wellness. Um, many people do not. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, fix it up, dog. Fix it up, dog. That, I, I appreciate, I appreciate that, dog. So real quickly, real quickly, coming up 100 feet, real quickly, and looking at what's all going on, people just don't. They do not do this kind of internal work with themselves, Doc. No. You know, and 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 so what? So what keeps you motivated? What keeps Doctor Maria? What keeps you going forward and doing what you do with such enthusiasm? What's one of your keys to staying right where you are? Seeing the fruits. So I see the fruits in my own life. I see the fruits in the life of my clients. And I'm like, we can create real change. Amen. And it's, Amen. it's sustainable change over time. So knowing that, okay, the process itself may not be the fastest That's or good. may not be the easiest, but it is effective. Yeah. It is real. We get those results. When I see that, oh my gosh, you literally are a different version of yourself. Like you evolved, you, uh, you up-leveled into <laughs> another version. And seeing that, not only within myself, because I have been many versions of myself there Amen. was a time in my life where i was very toxic okay but now i have you and I, you yes yes <laughs> my younger self, my younger self. Okay. girl girl yeah praise god I have grown and just knowing that that you know human evolution process is real and possible that's like we can't really make this yeah. world a better place well talk a little bit about your family married kids talk about your family a little bit Yes, so I am soon going to be celebrating 11 years of marriage in a couple of weeks. I have two children. We are a military family. My husband okay. is um, part of the Armed Forces Army. And um, yeah, we were high school sweethearts. Oh. Yeah, I'm a I'm a romantic. That is so sweet. And tell him thank him for his service from us. Okay, uh, just appreciate you so much. So how can people get in touch with Dr. Maria Dominguez? Now I can't say it, and my my R's don't flow like yours. But say your name again, just for me. Say your name again, and how can uh, we keep up with Dr. Maria Dominguez? So my full name is Maria Mercedes Dominguez, but you may call me Dr. D for short. And I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, on um, my website as well. It's all Dr. D, V, T-H-E-M-F-T. That is so awesome. Thank you uh, for um, just a wonderful interview. And thank you for your time. And we celebrate your success. And much love to you. And may the Lord continue to expand your territory. And you just, mm -hmm. just, a, just a great colleague. And again, we met on Instagram. And I called up one day. Yeah. And, and we talked. And we we communicated and I said, I got to have doc on the show. And she was so gracious. And, uh, like I said, it was meant for us to be here today. So listen, anytime you need me, uh, in the words of Michael Jackson, I'll be there. I got musical Tourette's. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to run to a quick commercial. Thank you so much, doc and much love to you and your family and keep doing what you do. My friend, we out here watching you.
I'll see you around. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, everyone. All right. Y'all, we're going to run to a, a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. And uh, we got some great guests lined up for next week. But, oh, man, be nice to yourself. Oh, that was a great interview. We're going to run to a quick commercial, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, now, if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App. Dollar sign W A L T E R H S I M S. That's Cash App Dollar Sign Walter H Sims. Hey, listen, guys, we're on our way to a thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel. Please don't forget to go to drwaltersims.tv and subscribe to my YouTube channel and turn on that bell notification so you will know when I go live. <laughs> 